Hi, sis. Hi, sis. How are you, love? Oh, I'm oh, alright. Oh, I'm alright. Oh, your aches and pains all alright today. Sis, give oh. me a neurofest. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like I constantly need painkillers well, at the moment. You are constantly painful to me, so you know, what can I say? Oh, anyway. Hello, listeners. How Hello. are you all? Episode four. Who would have thought it? I thought I'd kill you before this I one. I thought I'd kill me before now, <laughs> to be honest. God, you well. survived. I can't believe it. Well, we're back in your flat. I know, but to set the scene, today is a miserable November day. It is, it's but... It's pretty disgusting. But guess what I can see out of the window? You can see... I don't know, do tell me. I'm thinking I people do not... shot. <gasps> Do we know what that shop's called? Is it new? Has it just arrived? No, it's been here for a while. Oh, really? Very fashionable. It's called Elegant. Oh, hello, Elegant. Hello, Elegant. We've actually actually just been to Elegant. We have. um, That's by supplies. Well, those of you that know me will know that there is nothing in my house in the form of food and drink apart from condiments and spices. In fact, didn't you just throw out a carton of something in the fridge that's been there since (laughs) 1996? (laughs) I think it was grapefruit juice, but it smelt like cheese. (laughs) Fermented grapefruit juice. Anyway, well, welcome to episode four. So, set the scene. It's a rainy November day. Uh, Saturday afternoon. But, you know, it's fine because I've just made a delicious drink of sangria. Oh, cheers, sis. Cheers to that. It's actually very nice. I don't love red wine. Neither, well, neither do I. bought a really disgusting miss- bottle of red wine. Oh, thanks, why. sis. That's why I suggested God. we turn it into sangria. So you just get rid of it. Uh, anyway, but, I, but so I didn't. I've never made sangria before. But the trick is sticking in a fuckload of brandy. So what's in here? That's what's in here. So she's gonna get me so drunk. <laughs> I can't bear it. Um, so that's what we're drinking. Um, saving the show. Saving the show <laughs> is an <laughs> equally <laughs> as random. <laughs> Thing as Fanny Craddock. Oh, it's amazing. We're watching Crafts. Remember <laughs> from Crafts? Crafts. From 1996, I think, isn't Crafts it? Crafts 96. Crafts 96. It's amazing. Because as you know, oh, look, there's a little dashing behind that one. The most funny thing, I think, I mean, the dogs are adorable, but the funniest the thing fashions. is the owners. If you want to get a snapshot of fashion in its moment, oh my you God. don't need to read fashion magazines. You need to watch Crufts. Crufts from, ni- from the 90s. that is a historical... There's this woman now r- prancing around <laughs> in her pink booby <laughs> polar neck. It's very booby. And a sort of Okay, do you know who she reminds me of? She reminds me of the late, great Victoria Wood, that woman. Ah, oh, she reminds me of Sandy Toxburg. San- yeah, Sandy to- Oh, God, and the next Look woman. Look at this dog, though. It's bigger than the old woman. The ne- okay, the next woman. She looks like Clarissa Dixon Wright, <laughs> who I love. She's- oh, my God, obsessed with the two fat ladies. She's just thinner. And her dog is... What is that? A hound? Or- that looks like a lady in the tramp dog. You know, the bloodhound, I think it's called. Oh, wow. It's anyway, huge. Anyway, so that's what's saving the show. So Sangria and Crafts. So we're going to be screaming about dogs a and classic old women fashion behind. But we're going to launch straight into the top ten. So, and you're going first this week. What is I your am. number ten, sis? Right, so number 10 is... <gasps> da, 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 da. <laughs> number 10 is... Um, I saw this on Glamour. Right. You is can, it glamorous? It's, it's probably the antithesis of oh Glamour. Oh my God, antithesis. But the, so, the, so the headline is on Glamour. This is on Glamour Online. Cancel all your plans. You can now have a sleepover with sloths. Sloths! <laughs> <laughs> now we are very much like, like sloths. sloths. In, in the fact that we like to sleep. But I'm just going to read you a bit of it. It goes on and on and on. 
You can now kick back and relax with the furry creatures and we can literally imagine nothing better. The package was £300. It's basically, it's, it's at the Zoological Wildlife Conservation Centre in Oregon. Right. Off of Oregon, Maine, America. Yes. Not Catherine of Aragon, okay. as I like to call her. <laughs> right. um, guests can now actually see where we were sloths. Um, hang on, wait, 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 wait. What does it say? Hold on. Guests will observe natural behaviours and interact with the colony of, colony of sloths. During the, during the activity bouts of their naturally most active time of day. Wait, so hang on. Basically, you go to sleep and there's a sloth in the room. Yeah. That's what happens. Like sleeping oh, with you, sis. <laughs> when the sloths are napping, guests can read, relax, and even nap themselves if you they You can wish. do that without a sloth in the room. <laughs> Inside one of our sloth ambassador colony um, habitats. I mean, it sounds I mean, I would. You would but, with a sloth. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! But it also reminds me of—you probably know it—Giraffe Manor. Oh yeah. Sis, it's in Nairobi. Do you know it? The I one in Nairobi. It. I'm not very into nature, as people. Oh, know. he's not. He's vile. He doesn't like animals. I find it very boring. Like animals. They don't really do much. I'm enjoying crafts, though. To be fair. Sis, look at the spindly spaghetti <laughs> gay dog on the on the TV. It's very spaghetti, isn't it? Spindle. It's got that kind it of. It looks like Mike Flowers, the owner. <laughs> Name, Bob Flowers, Bob Flowers. It looks like John Major. John Major. Anyway, hang on. Giraffe Manor, if people don't know, it's in Nairobi and it's this old colonial house. They've turned into a, a, like a hotel. It's quite a small boutique hotel. But the whole premise of it is that there's a wild herd of giraffes that basically live in the grounds. Amazing. And they walk up to the house and when, while you're having breakfast with the windows open, the giraffes stick their heads into the room. <gasps> and some can reach up into your actual oh, bedroom I do upstairs. love a giraffe. I do Sis, love a giraffe. I'm, let me just show you. I know this is just for your benefit and no one listening. No, I do love a giraffe. I must show you. I'm showing him. As you carry on talking about crafts. I'm going to talk about crafts a bit more. Oh, there's a Dachshund that's come on. It's a long-haired oh Dachshund. God, it's a really With a lady head. that looks like... She looks like the Professor of Divination from Harry Potter. Emma Thompson's character. <laughs> she looks like she's about to oh my do God. some sort of... She looks of like Blanche <laughs> on the Golden Girls. She's amazing. Sis, look. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. So, the, so there's two giraffes sticking their heads through windows. What's that? So giraffe manor. Giraffe yeah, manor. Giraffe manor. Okay, I'm into that. Yeah. Well, from a love of animals to probably something that's the uh, antithesis of that. And my number nine, you're gonna absolutely oh God. hate I this. I hate you already. So much. Go on. And I'm not doing it because I hate you. Because you are. I, I mildly hate you. It's absolutely nothing to do with your veganism. But my number nine is KFC. What? Kentucky Fried Cunt. Chicken. <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken. Sis. Why KFC. is that your number I have nine or whatever number on? Three reasons. I hate you, but go on. They are going to get progressively better, and I think by... Progressively worse. By number one, you're going to maybe be all right with me having from cooking. I doubt you? it, but well, go on. Okay, the first one is that they have brought the Double Down to the UK. If you don't know what the Double Down is, the Double Down is a burger where they replace the meat with two chicken breasts. I can't believe you didn't tell me before you spoke about this one. That this is going to be number nine. Yeah. Usually we talk about what we're Usually we talk about it, but I but just... he kept this from me. He kept this from me. disgusting number nine. Okay. The, the second reason is because, and I will do anything that these people do, the product placement on Stranger Things 2. I don't watch was it. Was so chically done. Chic. Chic. Chically done. Not going the same right. sentences. Okay. But the final reason. Yeah. 
And this is the most clever thing. So it's going to have a little dilly on the screen. Um, it's a tiny little dash end. Yes, go on. You're going to... Oh, I know what you're going to tell me. It's the cleverest thing I've ever heard on in On Twitter. Life. Basically. Yeah. KFC's thing is that they're secret, they have a secret blend of 11 herbs and spices. If you go to their Twitter account, they have 1.2 million followers, but they only follow 11, 11 people. people. When you look at the 11 people, you realise that the first five are five people called Victoria Beckham, Jerry Horner, Melanie Brown, Emma Bunton, and Melanie C. And then you look at the other people they follow. So and there's clever. someone called Herb Scribner, Herb J. Wesson Jr., Herb Waters, Herb Dean, Herb Sendak, and Herb Alper. So we've got five spices. And six, six herbs. herbs! 11 herbs and spices. It's the cleverest thing I've ever heard of. That is the most clever thing I've ever heard of. But I wish it wasn't KFC. Who did I that. can't. I just think it's so clever. Because it's an abhorrent restaurant, KFC. Um, yeah. It's, you know. It's disgusting. It's so clever. It is. It's so clever. But I really hope you don't eat it because it's the so chickens clever. are five foot tall mm. with seven heads, mm. 45 wings, <laughs> and 670 feet. Mm. Moving on! Moving on! So <laughs> number... Number eight. eight which is um, my... It's my favourite fragrance at the moment. Have I got that right? Do you like fragrances? I haven't got that right. We've written it down <laughs> again. This is going to kill me off air. He's going to slap me. Well, the reason that you've not got it right is because it's done down to my writing. If you've ever seen my writing... His writing's ridiculous! Number eight is my writing. Even I can't read it. I actually can't read it's that. It's so weird. It's like a squiggle. Well, I'm just going to go with my fragrance. Go for it. Because I can't read your stupid writing. Um, we have got... I can never pronounce the first name. I'm Ingly Leon Let me try better. It's Zenya, basically. It's Zenya. It's Zenya. I'm going to No, it's... I'm Ingly Gilbrodol. It's the Zenya Indian Spice Fragrance and it is like literally my favourite. You can see, well you sis can see that there's basically hardly any left. I've it only had this empty. bottle for about a week. <laughs> I've never seen it. It's the most amazing fragrance. You know that I love one that hits no, you hang on, in it's the part face. of their what? En essence range? Yeah, essence range. Um, oh my god. Come on, spray. Spray it. Okay, I'm spraying. I'm not going to spray it on the mic though. Mm. Isn't it divine? It's kind of, it's, it's, it's very so... like spicy, but it's also very like honey-esque as well. It's like sweet, spicy. It's quite, it's it's very, it's a very deep aroma. Oh, it's so nice. It's very like cardamony, quite clovey. But then it's quite powdery all at the same time. I get the powder. And also the bottle is like a thick glass square. And then there's got one of those fun magnets. Oh, I love a magnet. And holding it really close to the mic. Magnify it. Oh. Do that again. Do that again. Oh. Come on, magnet slap. Oh. Love it. Anyway. Magnets. That's my number eight. None. Eight. It shouldn't be eight. God, I can't remember. Right, number seven. No, number six. Right. No, number seven. That was our number eight. No, that was number seven. No, it wasn't. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you numbers. got it wrong! I've written the numbers down wrong. That's why we get it So wrong. I... Whatever that one is. Anyway. Right. Number something is... A shop. Oh my god, an actual shop. Off of shopping. And it is an interior shop in Shoreditch called 
WP Green. I mean, you're not reacting to that. <laughs> sounds like an author. What a gorgeous name, sis. What it, a it gorgeous, sounds like the guy judging Crufts at the moment. That's what his name's going to be. Anyway, basically, it is this amazing uh, interior shop in the middle of Shoreditch. Hidden down a little side street. Can I just say, we've landed on the correct moment of Crufts. It's all Dachshunds. And I've got two Dachshunds. That's my, that's like my new one, Dolly. It doesn't look like a Dachshund. Look at his tail. It's a, bit, it's a standard size. <gasps> his tail is like... Like a wiggly worm. It looks like, uh, it's got like a bend in it. Yeah, but it's got like lots of different curves. It's like a roller coaster of a tail. Oh my God. Oh, look at the one in the back. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. <gasps> oh. oh, they're so cute oh, anyway. Oh, so cute. Anyway, WP Green. It's an interior shop in um, middle of Shoreditch. It's like one of those places that has all the Bella Freud cushions, all the Vivian Westwood cushions, all every cushion that you've ever seen in the world. Every candle you've ever seen in the world, but really, really maximally displayed all over the place. It's why haven't you super... ever taken me? I don't know. Do vegans like interiors? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not too sure. Anyway, I was searching for some crockery for my flat for years and years and years, and then finally stumbled across this gorgeous collection by um, a company called Canvas Home in WP Green. It's really minimal. Go head over to kind of Instagram, look them up. Is it your new ones it's that you've shown me? It's the new ones me. that I've got that were really delicious crisps. Oh. Is this one of them? Well, no. That one no, that's not one of them. Um, but anyway, it's WP like, Green. There's like rims of colours. A coloured rim. A coloured rim. A coloured rim. can't be a coloured rim. Rainbow coloured rim. Rainbow coloured rims. But yeah. basically, their f um, catchphrase is dopamine for the home. No, sis, that's too much. I just think it's so chic. It's so clever. It's so right, interesting. It's amazing. Should we um, talk about dopamine? So, well, dopamine's basically the... It's a gorgeous drug. It's a drug, it's a drug, <laughs> but isn't it? It's something that you emit naturally. Yeah, like a um, pheromone. Yeah, but it's the th it's like when you get a like on Instagram, it's that high. Like, oh. That high like, you oh. get is... Oh my God, <laughs> sorry, like, I'm just, oh. I've got a button that presses dopamine into cis and I'm just doing it now. Oh, oh God. That's what dopamine oh, is Oh God, so yeah, dopamine for home. Oh, sis, I need, we need to go to that shop we today. Need to go we're going to go after. Right, anyway, um, my Okay, so we're on number seven now. Fine. Officially. Fine. And it's the number seven that I couldn't read as number eight. Oh, well, what is it? Even I well, can't I'm read wearing that. it. <gasps> it's fringing. <sighs> so I'm wearing a. It's, it's a simple black hoodie from I ASOS. I would call it very simple. No, as in like. It's quite as, involved. Yeah, no, it's very involved. It's got basically a long strip of fringing going all the way across the front that is ombre gold to black. I won't lie to you, it's one of the most amazing things that Princess. I've ever seen you wear. And you wear some quite out there stuff, but this is And then is on the back insane. it's got the same length of um, of fringing. Um, and I absolutely obsessed with fringing, so ASOS at the moment have tons of it for men, which is very unusual, I think. But fringing has, who, I mean, the, the current fringing trend has gone bonkers. Well, it's obviously come it's from like, Cher and Dolly. Cher Dolly, obviously, via Balenciaga, etc. But and Tina Turner. Well, yeah. Well, they all wear Cher. They all wear fringing. I'm. I've literally bought like every single thing of fringing on ASOS. I think Gaga does it well as well, to be honest. Yeah, I just love it. I think it's very underst an understated. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> if you can see right now, Sis is basically playing with his fringing beard on his chest Way! as if it's some sort of like gold threading. I'm just obsessed Which with it. It is. It is amazing. And I've got another one that's a long sleeve black t-shirt with, again, fringing, but running all the way across the back of the sleeves and all the way down the back. 
Can I tell you? My husband hates it. Literally hates it. Well, it's not really his thing. Even me, who can't bear your style, quite likes it. Right. You're rude. Can I tell you something? And you're not going to believe this. I have never, ever, ever in my life bought anything from ASOS. What? Are you kidding? Why? I don't know. I I think you're the only person in the world. I just don't. I don't really do online shopping. Oh, who are you? I don't know. (laughs) That's a weird. That's very weird. I've never bought anything from ASOS. If there's anyone else out there who's never bought anything from ASOS, please go and buy something (laughs) from them and let us know when it's fun. I just don't know why it never appealed to me. I love, I love online. I shopping. think it's because I've got such a like weird, like booby fat bum body frame. Oh yeah, of course <laughs> you have. That only certain things fit me, and I just the hassle of trying. Of, this of is no hassle. Way. You buy a low. You buy like four different sizes, oh, and you send them back free of charge. Oh go on, man. It's Let's very do it now. right. I'm going on ASOS. Going on ASOS. Can't believe it. Can't going believe on ASOS. It. Um, I've forgotten the number, but basically the next one um, is something that you should all be doing coming up to the festive season now. You should do it in your fringing, in fact. You should do it in all sorts of things. What? But it's an excuse to get dressed up, and it's an excuse to basically scream and wail and howl and get really drunk. And it is... Murder mystery parties! Oh my god! Murder mystery parties! They are... They are a thing. They are. They've always been a thing, but they are back. Everyone, all of London society, all of the London gays, <laughs> all of the glitterati around the world are hosting murder mystery parties. Really? They are back. Sis, I'm not sure how I feel about. Well, them. it depends what character you get, I suppose. I have been on recently for a Hindu. I mean, I suppose it's driven by the whole sort of Murder on the Orient Express thing, which has sort of revamped this whole Agatha Christie sort of am-dram. It's a, it's a, it's a, a absolutely oh, it's so gorgeously shot film, that, but it's it's a bit long. Oh, yeah. And I feel the same about Murder Mystery Evenings. Why? Because they can be fun, but they just get a bit long, don't they? Oh, I can't remember. Tell me about your one, then. So, it was in a really random hotel in England somewhere. Oh, gorgeous. Um, but the, the thing that was so weird was that half of the people there were like bang in and bang on to murder mysteries. Like, it, like they, really they obviously did it, them every like pros, knew it, knew all the tricks. And then a quarter of the other half... Couldn't give a shit. <laughs> the, a quarter of the other half <laughs> were people on a work do. Right. And then another quarter were us. Oh, hang on. So you did it with strangers. Strangers. Oh, okay. I've never heard of this before. Yeah. This is a new league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there were strangers. And the other quarter were us who were like absolutely wasted on this Hindu. Couldn't really give a shit who was the murderer. <laughs> but whatever. But the actors weren't... They, it was cringy. The act, it was cringy? The act, it was right cringy. It was right cringy, it was. The acting was a bit cringy. Oh, well, okay. So I haven't been on one where there's actually been actors. Oh. I've been on one where someone... Oh, someone in the room. Someone in the right, room yeah, and then yeah, everyone yeah. everyone else is the actor. Well, I think that's probably better. Oh, God. I mean, my character... What I love about it is... The, you did one recently, Yeah, really you? recently. Like, yeah. the total... Inappro- like how inappropriate the whole evening is, but you're amongst your friends. It's really fun. Everyone gets really drunk. I won't lie, I got so drunk I left before they'd reveal the murderer. And I can't even remember Slightly if it was... beside the point. I can't remember if it was supposed to be was me it you? or not. No, I can't remember. <laughs> you ruined the whole I think I ruined the, the whole thing. The murderer left because she was too drunk. Murder mystery parties. If you're not having one... I think what I love about them is that you can... They basically spice anything up. Okay. A boring old dinner party where you've got to get your boring old friends round. You know, just... Spicing it up a bit. What's that, that? Right, well, that's a good one. Well, that's a good one. Murder mystery parties. 
Number. I can't read your writing. Oh, you can't read my writing. I mean, I've forgotten the numbers, but anyway. I think it's number five. Right, number five. Go on then. I can't read it. Well, that's a K, <laughs> and that's the D, and that's a nine zero, and it's not KD Lang. <laughs> it is. What is it? Ba -ba -da -da. Oh my god! Oh my god! So Ken Dodd. Ken Dodd. Ken Dodd. Who basically? This oh my god! Ken Dodd doing crafts would be the funniest oh my thing god. in the world. <laughs> that would be. A, look at that dog! Wow, that's an elegant dog. It's a monochrome. It's a monochrome. It's like a horse with a sort of stealth dog. Anyway, sorry, Ken. I couldn't read Sis's writing. Your writing is absolutely awful. You're never writing a number ten ever again. But Ken Dodd recently turned ninety, and why this is so poignant? Ken Dodd, cheers, Kenny, if you're listening. Kenny Dodd. Why this is so poignant is because basically, I love Ken Dodd. Oh, he's amazing. I think I'm the only person who is under. 70 to like Ken Dodd. You know what? My dad loved Ken Dodd. You know when he used to have that... The tickle the stick. The tickle stick. So There's I, something about the humour of that era. I dragged my other my other husband, Nick, to see Ken Dodd. He oh was in the Watford God. Coliseum. <gasps> yes, he was. Oh, chic! He was in Watford Coliseum. I can't believe I dragged it. Nick. Nick hated every second of it. I loved I every minute of it. But the thing... I don't know if you know, but the thing about Ken Dodd when you go and see him, his... His like his thing right. on stage right. is to basically never leave the stage. So I'm not joking. He was on stage for four hours. What? He doesn't even go off an interval. No, <gasps> no, he does for like twenty minutes, and he is on stage. I'm not joking. We left at half midnight. And it he started just talks at seven. And talks and talks. He's hysterical. He's an absolute his, icon. His thing is that he does, he locks people in and he doesn't let you out. That's his like funny thing. And he's mad. He's absolutely he's bonkers. Totally bonkers. But I do think if you're if you are listening to this, just YouTube one minute of him because in honor of his turning ninety. Turning ninety. Ninety. And he still tours to this day. He still tours up what and down man. the country, doing four or five hours a night on stage. I do know. I love it. For me, Ken Dodd has got that classic Royal Variety Show appeal, yeah. and I love a Royal Variety oh, Show at Orville. <laughs> um, any of those like mime artist people, yeah. they always have like some random like sort of Russian trapeze artist. Yeah, I just I love the Royal Amazing. Variety Show. It's so middle of the road. Whole, that could be a whole Charlotte podcast. Church when she was thirteen before Charlotte she went all Church. off the road. Did you ever see the one with Lily Savage? Scylla Black and uh, Barbara Windsor. God, there's a trio. They did a scene out of Gypsy. <gasps> Gypsy. Oh, you know the oh, film Gypsy. Um, it was absolutely amazing. Anyway, Ken Dodd is now my, my number yeah. five. Something. Anyway, my number five. Well, my next number down from whatever one he was just done is linking on to the Royal Variety Show because I really strongly believe that at some point soon I'll be there with my new hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard my new hobby? What's your new hobby? Well, I've not really told many people my new hobby. Oh my God. What's my new hobby. It's rhythmic gymnastics. Oh my. <laughs> I wonder what you were doing when I came in today. <laughs> Is that what you were doing? I thought rhythmic you were clearing gymnastics. a blockage. Rhythmic gymnastics <laughs> is my new hobby. I won't lie, I can't actually do gymnastics. But what that's what happened? What is I won't lie to you. The other day, basically, we were out at Savage. If you've never been to Savage, it is the place to go. You did rhythmic gymnastics no, at Savage. There was some random drag queen on the stage that was doing rhythmic gymnastics, and I stole her ribbon. And I'm not going to lie to you, I was really good. So you do it with a ribbon? It's you just get a ribbon and twizzle it around. <laughs> 
that's got a name of gym of rhythmic, rhythmic gymnastics. Did you not know what rhythmic gymnastics? No, I thought that is. was just ribbon twirling. No, that's rhythmic gymnastics. That's the gayest thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> I can't do gymnastics. I'm just about to do a forward roll. Says I can't bear the dog. What? But, what is that dog? Oh, it's oh my weird. god! It's huge. Its legs look like big oh Donna kebab. Oh my god! Me. It's massive. It can't even move. Sorry, go on. Anyway, rhythmic gymnastics. Partly because I'm just quite good at twirling the rhythm. I think I've always wanted to be like a majorette, like an American. Oh god! What are those things where they go on like band camp? <laughs> Marches. Right, we're doing it. When they've got their ribbon twirl and ne- they throw the baton. Next year we're doing that. Let's start baton classes. Anyway, that's my new hobby. I won't lie, I haven't been since I did it in Savage that time. But I've really thought about it. Well, I think you should. I think <laughs> you, you definitely should, go. I think you should do it every Saturday there you go. morning. Oh, there you go. While we're podcasting. Right, we're officially on to number nine. Are we actually number nine? We are on to number nine. Right, I'm not sure we are. But anyway, number my, my number nine. Is Paloma Faith's new album? Oh, <laughs> I can't. In your eyes. I can't. It's just not to everyone's taste. I, this so there are many things that polarise me in Simon. Um, taste and fashion, taste in fragrances, and Margaret Thatcher. Taste in, <laughs> yeah, opinion on Margaret Thatcher, opinion on eating animals, and most most dividing opinion on Paloma Faith. Well. I love her, and he doesn't. <laughs> I cannot stand her. Well, she might be listening to this. I oh, hope she is. I've got a bit of pith stuck oh, in my uh, teeth. <laughs> oh, that's, that's me hexing you. Um, no, so but look, anyway. this is interesting, because we both had ones that have really divided so opinions. She went away, them. she had a baby, she came back, she's done this amazing album, um, she's already released two sing- singles of it, Guilty and Cry Baby, which actually are Okay, so tell me songs. about the album, what's the vibe of this album? It's quite a different vibe. There's a couple of very like political, politically motivated songs, which okay. I don't, not okay. a massive fan of, yeah. but yeah. Okay. I think it's showing a different side of her. Yeah. There's like an amazing disco track on it. Nice. There's also a, a duet with um, John Legend. Who, oh, and wow. It, and for, to That's me, a good combo. Yeah, well, to me, that means that she's probably trying to break America because I think anything that he does in, over there probably goes yeah. to number one. Yeah, oh, well, obviously. So it's just a really, um, there's a really good few songs on there. Hey, I hate that quirky girl thing. Oh my god. Oh, I can't stand it. Oh, not for me. Well, no, I won't be tagging no, her. No. I, won't be, I won't be tagging her in the Instagram. No, but this is our. Song. This is it. Well, I mean, we're down to our number ones now. Right. Well, well we went from number nine to number. it the wrong way. Well, I know what I've done wrong because we were on the one hand, we've written the numbers twice. Oh, sis, I hate you. From ten to one, <laughs> and from one to ten. So, well, what's anyway. your number ten slash so, one? So, my number one this time. And if any of you have ever seen me in the flesh. Or on Instagram, you will know that I am an Indian man from oh India. My God. I'm actually not from not, India. Are you? Let's stop. <laughs> <laughs> via India. But via India. And therefore, my. And also, I love women. They're my favourite thing. No, they're, they're not. just I wonderful. They're not. I just think women are the most wonderful people in the world. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and basically. It is. Sis, I think that's a Dandy Dinmont oh from episode God. three. <gasps> that's a fat Dandy Dinmont. A Dandy Oh, look at him. He's looking Why up. Why are all the old women wearing trousers? Was that a very He's ba- Look at him. He's like just come straight from the military. Isn't He's that a woman? Commanding her. No, the guy that was commanding oh. the whole thing. Do you know what I love about Crufts is that they've all got their, their, their ribbon. The ribbon on. Their prizes. They're like, they're like sergeants. Look at her. Right, his... The dot, bless him, on this one. 
the dog's like hair is bouncing around. And her hair is the same! <laughs> That's the same. Yeah, it's that whole thing of when people look like their dogs. Yeah. This is why this, I love crafts because it is this woman proof. Looks identical to the dogs. It's dog. genetic and scientific proof that people grow to turn and turn into their dogs and oh, dogs. Oh, look at the geeky guy. Love him. Anyway. Sorry, go on. From that's my number ten. So my number ten is Indian restaurants, but Indian restaurants with an awesomely radical female twist. I love how niche you are. I love being niche. I'm all for being niche. So basically, Indian restaurants have for probably up until about eight years ago in London just been about the Brit Lane Curry. Right. Just been about the Brit Lane Curry. There's been a few Michelin-starred restaurants, things like uh, Cinnamon Club and things like Benares. But unless I think you when Dishoom came in, it was. I think kind when Dishoom changed the whole landscape, the landscape of Indian food. And now you've got places like Gunpowder, you've got places like Cricket, you've got all these places that are just elevating Indian food. Yeah. But what I love is that the new thing within the Indian restaurant scene is that women are being at the forefront of the scene. And it's, I, so, it's so awesome. Niche, though. I love it's it. It's so awesome because... Give us an example. So I've got three examples here. The first one is a restaurant called Giacconi. Yeah. That's Giacconi with a J, which is just off Monument High Street. It's a restaurant of my wonderful friend, Ravinda Bogle. Ravinda, if you are listening, I just adore you. Oh, she is... I want to go. One of the most beautiful, kind, wonderful people that I know. Listen and to you. She is I've never heard of her. So nice. Oh my god, it's revenge. She's amazing. Wow. She's super cool. She's super chic. So Can she you used be nice to be. To me, please? No, not in this old fringing that I was praising. I hate you. I hate you. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, so Ravinda's restaurant. So Ravinda, um, she used to be a fashion journalist. She's super chic, super stylish. And realised that actually her real love was her calling in, in life was food. And so she's known as Cooking Boots on Instagram. And so she set up this whole Instagram um, account called Cooking Boots, had a blog called Cooking Boots. She entered this competition on um, Channel 4 mm. with Gordon Ramsay. Oh my God. Where Gordon Ramsay was trying to find his next Fanny Craddock. <gasps> and Ravinda won. No. Ravinda won. And since then, she's basically gone on. She did a bit of a pop up at Carousel. Did you just say Ravinda won? Ravinda won. Won. Do you mean won? Won. She won. Oh my God. Won. I've never heard I've you sound so Lester. northern. I've gone all Lester. Ravinda won. <laughs> Fish. I didn't understand you for a minute. I've been talking about Indian restaurants the and not going all Lester. The first time I oh haven't God. understood you. Oh God. Anyway, don't. go on. Ravinda anyway, won. Ravinda won. Um, and so basically, <laughs> she now has this restaurant called Giacconi. Right. So her heritage is that she ha is sort of Indian heritage, but she was raised in um, Africa and did a lot of traveling back. So Giacconi means kitchen in Swahili. <gasps> so her food is like okay. a mix of like Indian and like African Indian inspired. She does just the most delicious dishes. Inside, it's, for, it's the most beautiful aesthetic. It's like cushions and pillows and just homely wonderfulness. Her food is amazing. Anyway, Giacconi is number one. Darjeeling Express, which mm. is another Indian restaurant, which is in um, Carnaby Street in Kingley Court. Yeah. And it is run exclusively by Indian housewives. <gasps> I love that. I love, I love that. that. I That's love amazing. that. It's a celebration of the Indian housewife. I just love That's that. That's quite incredible. The food is delicious. 
It's when really understated. Well, I've been about four times. I need to go. Two vegans eat Indian food. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm joking. Anyway, Darjeeling Express is amazing. And then the number one is, well, the final one of sort of Indian restaurants with a female twist is Jamavar. Oh. So Jamavar is the sort of opposite end of the scale. It is again, it's Michelin star. I think they just want a Michelin star. It is on Mount Street next to Roxander. So yeah. whenever I nip into Roxander, so I just like to nip into Jamavar. Yeah. But they have set up this thing, which is their sort of women club where it's like the antidote to the gentleman's club where they have guest speakers who are women sort of like every now and then and it's just this and amazing this in the restaurant in the restaurant and they basically turned Jamavar into this women's club that's celebrating women and the oh food is just unbelievable it's How basically amazing. yeah it's amazing so yeah Indian restaurants with a female well, twist well I'd like to go to all of them wow well, yeah we're gonna go let's do this uh, and your number one my number one because you know we both get we, we both, both get, get a number one, one because so really it's number we, 11. otherwise we'd fall out. Although it does mean that the person that starts mathematically ends up doing 12. So that was me. <laughs> so that was you. Right. Anyway. Anyway, my number one right. is um, Blue Planet 2. I mean, amazing. I, I mean, it's... I have seen it. Cheers to I that. know I'm not at one with nature because I'm a city boy at heart from Leicester. But Blue Planet 2 is Blue Planet, phenomenal. In Sis's words, is my number one. It's your number one. The number one. It's my number one. It is the Blue most incredible thing I've ever seen it's in amazing. my life. It's the amazing. The cinematography is... I do, this, you, if you watch it, you know. You just know. Like, I, I, it's hard to explain how incredible it is. I think it's not just the cinematography. It's everything. And if you've ever... It's Attenborough's voice that is, like, so... We need to get Attenborough on here. It's like... Attenborough, if you're listening, babes, we'd love you to come, come on, on to show one time. And have a glass of sangria. Come have a glass of sangria with us. It's Watch some Crofts 96. It's incredible what they do. But do you know what? I think anyone that's ever produced sort of a film or an advert or some TV or anything will realise that it's not just the filming. It's the editing, the music. Yeah, of course. The production. Every single Aspect. element of it. And all wrapped up in David Attenborough's voice. It's like a lovely velvet bow. Oh, oh. Oh. It's just incredible. Like the last one, um, the one before last was all about like the deep. And I, I saw that watched, one. Did you see the fish with the um, see-through head? It was nuts. Oh my God. Totally bonkers. See-through head. Like how do they even find that Totally, stuff? totally bonkers. What I love is that it's not just about um, the animals themselves, but it's about the dynamics and they create these little stories and narratives. There's yeah. the one where the, the female was about to find somewhere to lay an egg on the last one and she could only lay it on this Something shell solid. and so the, the the little bless him he had to move oh, the little thing like pushing it around oh it's so nose. amazing it's like finding Nemo but real yeah it is it's, it's, it's incredible then the whole thing and you know I'm not at one with nature at all but it is no, even for animals. me I just find it is beautiful <laughs> and yeah. wonderful amazing well, that's, that's number one. have you ever been diving absolutely not I'm petrified of the sea can you swim of course I can swim. Oh yeah, I am swimming. petrified of the sea though. Oh sis, I did my paddy in Thailand. But I'm petrified of it, but I'm so intrigued by it at the same time. It's, it's a very weird. It's the right word, dichotomy, sis. <laughs> Why not? Dichotomy. Dichotomy. Sure. It's an, it's, I think that's the right conundrum. word. Conundrum. Conundrum. Well, kind of, but I feel like I'm very like... At one with the with nature, but, but, but yeah, you but can't pony, stand Yes, exactly. <laughs> Like this, I love nature, but I don't me, like going outside. It scares me to death to see, but I absolutely love it. I'd rather sit inside with it. a candle on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gorgeous. Anyway, anyway, that was our top we're ten. Going, we're off to go diving. We're off to go diving and can continue. In Hackney, Hackney Sea. France, <laughs> Hackney Sea. Hackney, Hackney Sea. Back in a bit. 
welcome back. Welcome back from the from break. The, from the non-sponsored sponsored I'm break. I'm definitely sponsored by now. <laughs> this you is said that ongoing, every week. We say it every week. And this week our sponsors are going to be like, lols, we are sponsored now. Yeah, we're sponsored now. Anyway, this week's review is really polarizing i would say well not for polarizing me polarizing on this sofa anyway i would say i mean i'm all for this as you and know. i don't mind it so <laughs> so this week's big mouth review is da, 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 vegan desserts dessert. Vegan off of veganism, not paganism. <laughs> no, not pagan desserts. Vegan, vegan desserts off of deserts. <laughs> Vegan dessert. So, as you know from an oxymoron in itself. Episode one, I revealed revelation number one. In July, myself and my husband turned vegan, and I've we are still vegan. You're doing very well. Um, so it's now probably November. I'm maybe. dragging Gerd into, down into the down vegan, into the vegan depths of blandness. <laughs> We've rocked down to the amazing um, Broadway market. Broadway market. Broadway market. Vegan market. Vegan market. And we've got like just loads of desserts. Which one do you want to start with? I think we should start with this green situation. Okay, the green situation is. Uh, that was a cardamom and pistachio vegan tart from Bakings. And pistachio. Bakings at the uh, Broadway Vegan Market. It's so very green in colour. It looks like a, it looks like a pesto tart. It smells- It doesn't look like a dessert. Oh God, it smells minty. That does smell, actually, no, it's the it's cardamom. <gasps> right, I'm going in. Okay, what's the texture like? Oh, it's it's very soft. Soft? When you get through ooh, the top ooh. layer. That is soft. It's well, like I'm, a mousse. It's very moussey. It's kind of got a crumbly base. Oh, it's crumbly. Crumbly. Right. <laughs> oh, it's right. It's crumbly, crumbly, that is. Right, right, have a taste. Go. Mmm. Mmm. That's incredible. That tastes like an Indian matai. Yeah. Or like an Indian burfi, like a... Actual burfi. Burf, off a of burfing. What's a burfi? Well, it's actually burfi. What's burfi? Burfi. Um, it's basically an Indian sweet that you have at like wedding celebrations and often they're flavoured with cardamom. Oh, that's delicious. Oh, it's very, very... It's very green. That green doesn't look natural. It's very pungent. There's definitely mint in there somewhere as well. It's not... It's, I actually don't think there's any sugar in that. It's very non-sweet. Yeah, it's very, it tastes like raw. Raw crap. No, raw. joking. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Raw blood, raw bleeding vegan blood. Ew. Mm. Oh, I like that. I couldn't have a whole one. No, but saying that we're still we're munching about, our we're way powering through. Powering through this one. We're nearly a whole way through. Let me taste a bit more. So it's got like a okay. So it's in lead. It's got like a biscuit base mm. and kind of almost a cheesecakey thingy, and then like a chocolatey top. The chocolatey top is the pistachio bit. Yeah. It's it's the pistachio and cardamom together. My God, that's so Indian. I like it. It tastes like an Indian wedding. Everything tastes like an Indian wedding. Yeah. It's nice. I like it. Right, next. Okay. The next one is, it looks like a traditional cupcake, but it's actually um, a butternut squash ginger pumpkin seed cupcake. And it's got a fissilis on top. Is that a fissilis? Fissilis off of... What's a kumquat then? <laughs> the same thing. Oh. I don't know. Why would you call it a fissilis? 
Does it sound fine? That sounds like a flower. Sounds like a STD. So just kumquat. Kumquat sounds like more of an STD. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a fistulist. They're the same thing. Um, it. Look, it's, it's beautiful. It's very Christmassy. Okay. It's by Lilies. Lilies. L E L E apostrophe. Yes, I love an apostrophe. Love an apostrophe. We need to have apostrophes into our top ten. Big mouths. Big mouths. Apostrophe. Okay. So hang on, let's have a little smell. We're smelling. So what is that? Okay, what was that? Butternut squash. Butternut squash. Um, ginger. It, does, it smells. It smells tea. like you've just open, like you've just um, cut through a butternut squash, and it's like butternut squash juice. It's quite pumpkiny. Okay, I'm right. going in. Go on, dive in. What's the texture like? It's it's very just like the normal cupcake. So hang on, really. what do they use in vegan cupcakes if they don't use all the normal no salt, idea. fat, sugar, and like cow? A lot of it is made with like coconut syrup, which is like the sugary bit, coconut oil. Um, but I don't know. But right, okay, I'm taking a bit. Right, go. Okay. Mm, I'm not sure. It's it, pleasant. It. I've got to be honest. It tastes quite like earthy and vegetable-y. If I'm honest. It tastes like butternut squash courgette. Is that like baking powder that I can taste? It's really baking powdery. Why have they done that? They just haven't cooked it. Is it gingery? Is that ginger? Oh, it's ginger, not baking powder. Oh, they're the same. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. I'm going to keep eating it. What I do like is... What the hell did I put on top? The green thing? Pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds. The pumpkin seeds are delicious. It's quite pumpkin-y. So hang on, how do they make vegan icing? Good question. <laughs> Let's put that to our listeners because we haven't got a fucking clue. Vegans? <laughs> how do you make vegan icing? I thought you were vegan. Well, you can get vegan, like cream cheese and stuff can't you which is a lot of icing the basis is cream cheese oh, it's just cream cheese without the and cream. icing sugar it's just cream cheese without the cream or the cheese mm. <laughs> so basically just whipped water. air <laughs> whipped water I don't I'm not sure I'm actually not sure about that right we are not sure about that we're not sure about I'm that third third and final this looks absolutely amazing so the brand this is the peach Frangipan, peach frangipan top. I just fucking love the word frangipan. It's amazing. Frangipan, it sounds like... Frangipan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and this is by the Sunny Spoon. So the Sunny Spoon at... Uh, Broadway Market, uh, Vegan Farm Market. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it's got that lovely... Um, like lattice effect pastry Like braided finish. pastry. Come smell. Oh, it smells amazing. It smells like a proper, like, honey <gasps> tart. That smells like proper French pastry. Well, it smells we... like a French breakfast. How do we dig in? Just use your hands, have a bite. All right. <laughs> Don't be shy, sis. Oh, God. Take an off of it. Oh, God. It's I mean, it's I it's would describe apart. the textures, but it's basically falling apart. It's falling apart. Um, right. Have a bite. Mmm. Oh, yeah. Now that is delicious. Mmm. That's really good. It's very almondy. It's like the peach is really, really roasted. Mmm. I what? feel like you're Paul Hollywood and I'm Mary Berry. I feel like you're Prue Lee. <laughs> 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 
and you're standing to us, big. Yes, I definitely. Well, love. I'm Prue. You're Sandy. Welcome to Big Mouth and Prue and Sandy. I've got, Who knew? It's not a soggy bottom. It's a nice firm bottom. That's delicious. Mmm. I'm eating my whole bit. I'm, I'm not sure that. about you. So, okay. That's really good. That was our vegan dessert review. We did have more vegan desserts, but we just weren't, um, weren't too sure about them. So, oh, that's amazing, though. That's really good. Anyway, we're off to finish all this. What was your favourite? I, I think it's this one. The frangipan. Oh, I, I like the cardamom pistachio. It's a bit too much for me, that. But that's what Indian desserts are. That's Indians. Indians are a bit too are much. too much for me. Indians are too <laughs> much. Despite the fact I married one, I just find them a bit too much, personally. <laughs> Anyway, right, that's time for our um, ad break. Yeah. Off we go. Until next week's review. Bye. This is humming away while oh my God, hang on. we're recording. Oh my God, hang on. recording. Yeah, recording you singing. Well, I'm, reco- nice. I'm singing something very relevant. It is. I'm singing the Tchaikovsky Piano Concerto. Welcome back from... The big old break. And the big, big old, old gay break. <laughs> big old gay break so you can go and have a gay old time. But you're about to have a gayer time. A gayer time. A big old gayer because time. Because our icon of the episode is... It's the icon of the world forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Is... Da, 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 da. Liberace! Obviously oh. you're all going, oh, obviously oh. they're talking about Liberace. Oh. Because we but identify sometimes with him. you have to say the obvious. If you don't say the obvious, then people presume. People presume. But you need to say it. Sis. It's, Liberace is the kind of person that we would have as our icon. And if, if you didn't know us and you described us, You'd say, oh, Liberace is the kind of person they'd probably have as their episode. Icon of the episode. Yeah. And you know what? He That's is. what we're doing. I've got we to are say, having though, Liberace. I think he got a bit of a bad rep from that film oh, behind the candle. I don't opera. know if it was a bad rep. But I think it, it, Michael Douglas it was amazing. A, oh my God, that film like, was brilliant. Just, he was brilliant as Liberace. But it did paint him in not the greatest light. It and I'm sure he was quite a manipulator. I'm sure he wasn't a, the, maybe not the nicest yeah, person. Yeah, I suppose in the, in the context the of what's going on in the world right now, yes, he was quite manipulative. But, but oh my God. As I a mean, showman. We're watching. Liberace from, from 1981 just entering the stage and entering the stage and it is like a, probably about a three minute entrance and okay bearing in mind that we between us have seen people like Rihanna Beyonce yeah. like every single pop star I've seen Justin Timberlake Bassey. you've seen Shirley Bassey I've never seen an entrance like no. Liberace's entrance here it is ridiculously well, we were just saying that he is like a show off and, and a showman. show-off. He's a brilliant show-off. But a show-off and a showman all at the same time. But he's so lovable. I mean, his outfit. The outfits, way... His, right, right now he's wearing what looks like a fully diamond-encrusted jacket. This is the this is the ultimate in camp. I, mean, I know we've talked about Simon Doona's definition of camp a lot. Doing something as if you're doing it. He is being camp as if he's being camp. Yeah. Which is like... It smashes. It smashes like the whole, like the whole world of whatever. That's like some vortex of like. He's amazing. The origins of camp. He's the origin of camp. It's in- insane. You've been to Palm Springs, haven't you? I've been to Palm Springs. I d- I've been twice, and I've not been to his house. But well, you can't go in the house anymore. N- no. Did you, did you go to his house? I went outside the house. What was it like? It was 
I mean, you can't get a look at what it actually is, but you just recognise it. You from, get, yeah, you get a sense. You get of a sense of what it is because it's so grand, and the the, the driveway, and the gates, it's and the so door, pitch. and the window, like everything about it oh. was so incredible. He's just brilliant. He was. I mean, what I find fascinating about him is that he was for year, for such a long time like the housewife's favourite forever and ever. I and think ever. what gets me is that he was really just a great pianist brilliant and you're not famous for uh, doing that anymore absolutely and this is why I find it quite interesting that he enters to Tchaikovsky's Piano Concerto because that is a fucking difficult piece of music to play I am a very bad pianist because my hands are way too small because I've got like lady hands um, but anyway he um, tiny, tiny little lady hands um, but he just just pulls it off just was actually an exceptionally talented musician but I love that because you don't, that doesn't happen now. You don't get famous for being a musician. No. It's either you're, you're a singer or you're an actor. You're not a, you're not a pianist no. or, or a violinist. But he was an all-round entertainer, was comedian, entertainer. showman, like just He came performer. on in a, in a sequined... A sequined roles, roles. wearing head-to-toe sequined glitter, even down to the mic. I don't like, love the fur. I mean, I know you don't love the fur. It, it, I thought it was he chinchilla. Did, I think he, he did tell us that it was virgin fox. It's virgin fox. It's it, but it's the most. It's pure white. I know. You know, whatever you think about fur, I've never seen a fur as white I've, or as. I've never seen a jacket like that. I've never seen a man like that. I've never seen yeah. a face like that. He's incredible. He's amazing. Liberace. I would have loved to have met him. I'd love to have seen him. I don't know if I'd have liked to have met him. I think I'd feel a bit weirded out if I met him. He must like, he must have smelt of like, oh God. like Chanel Number no. Five or something. He must smell of everything that we try to smell of. Yeah, like potpourri and, and old people. Potpourri and rose and, and rose and milk and, and money, like money, just smelling of money. <laughs> Smells of money and diamonds. Um, oh. What was that quote you just liked of his? Oh, okay, so we were just having a little bit of a sort of insight into Liberace, and we were watching one of his entrances. And basically he comes on in this ridiculous outfit and the first thing he does is he looks at the audience and he says to everyone in his kind of Liberace voice, he goes, hey everyone, do you like what I'm wearing? And then he goes, great. And he like, he's looking at people in the audience and he goes, I didn't get dressed like this to go unnoticed. Amazing. Amazing. I didn't get dressed like this to go unnoticed. What a great It's fight. so knowing. I love him. It's so self-referential. It's so camp. It's so weird. Confident. It's so wonderful. It's so confident. It's he's such a show. And then off. he walks along the edge of the stage, letting people touch Just letting his people fur touch him. Jacket. Letting people touch him. Amazing. I mean, you wouldn't you get that with Dua Lipa or any of these <laughs> modern millennials. You don't get that. At you all don't anymore. get that. Liberace, you're in our book. We adore you. We love you. We love you. Um, and that's the end of that episode. God, another one done. Another one down. Gosh. Another one done. Who'd have thought When's it? When's it gonna end? When's it gonna <laughs> end? Oh God, it's like this perpetual thing. It's gonna end when one of us gets um a book deal. <laughs> I can imagine us being like Liberace on stage when we do our live stage oh, podcast. Yeah, but our live stage podcast, which I'm sure it's coming soon, coming to a working men's club near, near you. you soon. 
well, or a rural theatre. Or a rural theatre, an Amdram. Like Kings Lynn or something. Oh, God, I'd love to play Kings Lynn. People we'll of Kings Lynn, if you're listening, we would love to, to come, come and play, play that. for you. Well, so, if do you know what we'd do? Hashtag Big Mouth for Kings Lynn, please get, get it, it trending. Get it trending. Write your local MP, write your local GP. <laughs> like to everyone that you know, we need to be playing Kings Lynn. Yeah. So that's it. To the people until, of Kings Lynn and to all Kings of our Lynn. other fans. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>